0: Welcome, everyone, to The Chat. I'm coming to you from the beautiful city of Columbus, Indiana. My name is Nida Evans, and I am the host for The Chat. It airs each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock on radio station WYGS, and it can be live-streamed from its website. The Chat is also available on podcasts through Google, Apple, and Spotify. My guest today for The Chat is Pippa Stam. Pippa is a masseuse and a personal trainer. She's married to Scott, who is a Columbus Department fireman. We'll be right back with
1: the chat. I'm stepping out, of the Today I'm having a chat with Pippa
0: Stan. So good to have you today, Pippa. good to be here. Now, there's a little bit of an accent there, Pippa. Where are you originally from?
2: I'm from England.
0: From England? Yes. How did you come here?
2: Well, I have... I'm from a large family, and I have oldest siblings that are 10, 12 years older than I am. And my one sister married an American and was living here while I was going through school. And um, I would come over on vacation and love it. And... I knew the minute I stepped off the plane the first time, everything was so new and different, and the the smells and the openness and, you know, everything was so different that I wanted to come and live here.
0: And so what year did you come in?
2: At 79, 1979, I came um, as an, let's see, with an alien registration card. So I was was an alien for a while. Sure. (laughs) I'm now an American citizen, but, um, yeah, and I've never looked back so.
0: Wow. Will you tell us about your family?
2: I will. I am married to Scott Stam. He's the most wonderful man in the world. I know everybody says (laughs) that, but I really mean it. (laughs) Um, we've been married for 42 years. He, uh, you said he's a fireman, but we are more farmers than firemen. We farm corn and soybeans and there's a lot of work to do on the farm. Uh, we have cattle that we, uh, self a beef um, I have five children and seven grandchildren my my kids think they're second class citizens now because the grandkids is it's what it's all about right <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then I have a lot of four legged family members too I have six horses and donkeys and um, let's see three dogs a duck plus he's hot he's so lonely but he's always there and comes and lets me feed him and everything. He's, he's great on the pond. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Cats. Oh, I have three cats. Can't forget the cats. The grandchildren love the cats.
0: Sounds like a lot of animals you have mm-hmm. to take care of. Yeah. Will you tell us about your work as a masseuse and as a trainer?
2: Oh Well, I'm, I'm very part-time now. Um, I just work one day a week and I have clients that I've had for Twenty 30 years, seriously, that just don't seem to be able to move on. I'm waiting to retire for them to find somebody else, but they're not kind of going for that yet. so um, so I'll probably keep going for another year or so, but it's uh the massage therapy is a wonderful, relaxing thing for me to do. I like to get massages, too, but I think I relax more from giving massages. And you get to talking to people, and they tell you things that you can kind of minister to them a little bit. So I love that part of it. Personal training is as much for me as it is for them because I'm held accountable to be there, so I get a workout, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'd like to get into your spiritual walk with Christ now. Will you give us your testimony? When did you come to know Jesus and have a personal relationship with him?
2: I was a late starter, or a late bloomer, if you want. I, it, raised in England, my mom took us to church and Sunday school. My dad stayed at home and worked. I loved the story, the Bible stories, but that's what they were to me. They were stories. And I didn't really come to know Jesus until I moved here to America. Um, It was a rough journey. I was married in England before I came. And um, I pretty much forced him into coming to America with me because I wasn't brave enough, I guess, to do it alone. He came from a very small town. Worked, socialized with all the same people, went to school with all the same people. So the move was big for him. Um, but he didn't like it. He hated it. He started to drink heavily, and um, he was just very unhappy. And he went back to England, and I refused to go. So here I was by myself. It was, it was a rough period in my life. I made choices that I'm, I'm not proud of, and I wasn't proud of then. Um but I, um, I, I had given my virginity away before I got married. So I carried guilt. Um, but after my husband left, it was like, okay, well, my virginity is gone. I can do whatever I want now. I, I made terrible choices, and, but it got old fast. So I got a job. I was living by myself in Nashville, Indiana. I got a job and worked a lot of hours just to keep myself busy because I knew the... Path that I was on was very destructive. Um, I met a girl that I worked with, and she asked me if I would go to a dance with her and so I did and we walked into that um it was in a, a bar. We walked into a bar, and I saw my husband across the room. I saw his blue eyes, and I knew he was the one and um We were married after after a year or so and he had been going through rough times too, just like I had. His parents just back to God. So
0: you came back to God through his parents. Yes. How old were you?
2: I was, I was twenty-two. I mean, this all happened in a short space of time. Um, God knew the kind of man I needed, and
0: very good, very we good. We
2: were blessed with um, buying a farm. Um, with help from the people that were selling it, they really wanted a a little little family to have it. Uh, And that was, by then, we had two children of our own. Um, And then we felt so blessed that we thought, we have to share this. You know, there's people out there that don't have beautiful places to go and to feel safe and comfortable. So God decided we were going to be foster parents. Mm -hmm. And we bought it tooth and nail, Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't give up on us. So, you know, that was one of the times we really had to trust in the Lord. And we had 27 foster children. We adopted two of them. So two of our five are our adopted foster children.
0: Did you say 27? Yes. Wow.
2: It was a whirlwind. It was lots of ups and downs and lots of struggles and lots of prayers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, one of the boys that we had knocked on the door recently. We hadn't seen him in 20 years. And he knocked on the door hmm. out of the blue and said, do you remember me? It's like, of course we do. I'll never forget those blue eyes anywhere." It was a, a little boy named Jeff. When He was tiny when we got him. Um, and uh, so that was just one of the rewards of doing what God wants you to do. Right.
0: So you have had and still have today a large family i want to talk with you about your uh conversion and tell you that many times when we come to know christ he puts a passion in us that makes us want to get involved in something has he given you a compassion or passion
2: well kids that's my passion Mm -hmm. um Different seasons. I think different seasons in your life that might change because now I'm now I'm moving into missions because I don't have all my kids around me now that depend on me so much. Mm -hmm. Now I can do missions, which is what I really think I have a heart for, helping others. You know, um, spreading the word, working to help them. um, um, It's just it's just something that. I feel really called to do, but mm. I still do the kid thing. I'm trying to start a little um, a little therapy place with my horses for kids that mm. are struggling, um, and uh, so you know I'm always going to be involved with kids.
0: Let me ask you, where is an area in your life where God is working on you to make him more like Jesus?
2: Patience. <laughs> I used to pray for patience all the time, and then I found out I should have been praying for wisdom, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because with wisdom comes patience. And if you pray for patience, you better be careful, because you might get tested on that, Mm -hmm. Um, which was one of the things that happened with our foster children. Um, One of the boys that we adopted has had a lot of trouble, been in a lot of trouble and a lot of struggles, and uh, took a lot of patience in working with him and making it work for the rest of our family also you
1: know?
0: mm-hmm. well the chat has a theme song called stepping out and in that the song talks about having to step out of the both of faith mm-hmm. so that god can use you to do what it is he wants you to do has there been an area like that for well, you
2: definitely becoming foster parents me sitting here today is not that easy. I felt like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I don't know if I'm stepping out of God's boat, but I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, he comes through. He comes through and gives you the strength to deal with those things.
0: And in this, don't you find that he wants you to trust him? Even no matter what it is, when he asks us to do something, his goal is he wants each of us to trust him. So I bet you're finding that to be the case. Yes. I want to talk to you about your prayer life now. Is there a special place that you go to each day that <laughs> just to spend time, just time alone with the Lord? You know, some women say that they don't have a particular place. Others say regimentally that's where they have that place to go. What about with you,
2: Pippa? Well, I was chuckling there when you asked that because I'm not sure I should even tell you this, but my first place to go in the morning when I get up is I take my Bible to the bathroom and lock Mm -hmm. myself in the bathroom and do my Bible reading. That comes from years and years ago when the kids were all little and I was staying home with them. And you didn't get, you know how it is, you don't get any time to do your studying or staying in the Word. As soon as Scott would come home, I'd say, okay, they're yours. And I would go into the bathroom and lock myself in the bathroom and start my whatever I was working on. Uh-huh. And, you know, those little hands would creep under the door. Mommy, mommy, what are you do?" <laughs> but I, I, and I'm sure that's happened for a lot of people, too. The other place is I have a real nice comfy chair in my bedroom and I can look out. of. I have a door out onto the patio and we, it looks out over our little pond. And that's just a precious place to do to, to, um, memory work or something like that. And the other place is my horse barn. My horse barn oh. is my she shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. I play Christian music on the radio in there, so my horses oh. are really educated in Jesus. And I go out there, and even the mundane things of shoveling the horse manure are so therapeutic to me. You know, it's not, it, I say it's no mind work, so you can mm-hmm. clear your head and just focus on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I brush the horses and. They don't talk back, and it's so peaceful. So those are the places I go.
0: Do you find that in those place, places that there's such peace? of oh, course. Yes. Mm, mm That's one of the great things about our prayer life in the places that we choose to, to pray, to talk to the, the Lord, is that he provides such peace for us during those times. Will you take us through a day in the life of Pippa Stam and her prayer life? Let's start just briefly through a quick day and evening with the Lord. Okay.
2: I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do is thank the Lord that I woke up and ask that he keep all of my family and friends safe during the day. Um, Then I will... um, do a little meditating in my comfy chair and just focus on the Lord and hope I hear the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, I don't always. I, I think I have a little ADHD, so I do get distracted. <laughs> um, and then I do um, a devotion of some different kind. I've got them written down here, what they're all called, because I knew I wouldn't forget. So Mornings with Jesus is a, de- a 365-day devotional and so there's me and four or five other girls that use the same book we come together once a month and we talk about the devotional that meant the most to us on what day cool. and we share that with each other and and uh-huh. talk about that so that's one of the really good studies i like to listen to music as well because christian music because you know mm-hmm. you always get spoken to through some of those words and um Actually, I've got a, a book, and it's a Billy Graham book. It's The Journey, mm-hmm. and um, it's a really nice read, and it's bro- each chapter is broken down into segments, and you can kind of use each segment to, to meditate on. And mm. yeah.
0: so, do, you, do you pray before you go to bed at
2: night? Of course, of course. Um, and I pray a lot during the night because <laughs> I'm at the stage in my life where I wake up a lot and have to, Run to the bathroom when I get back. Mm-hmm. I always think, okay, I can't go to sleep. I think this is the time Jesus is talking to me because he wants me to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I do.
0: Well, Pippa, this is good. I love talking and, and getting involved and knowing what your prayer life is all about. Well, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back with the chat. We're back and I'm chatting with Hippa Stam. And Hippa, I was we were just talking about what you do and what so forth with your prayer life. I still have a, a couple of questions I'd like to ask you about that. Are there any prayers that you pray specifically for yourself each day?
2: Oh, yes. There's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really ask the Lord to be with me and make me into the person that he wants me to be. Mm -hmm. you know i want i want to make good decisions and i want to be able to speak to people and show people to jesus through my actions not Mm -hmm. necessarily my words because you know i'm not a scholar and i can't quote bible verses but i want people to see jesus through me
0: Mm -hmm. how important that is well has god ever disappointed you
2: well yes um we've talked about that a little bit um my two little boys that we adopted um, had special needs, and um, the one developed schizophrenia. We prayed that that wouldn't happen. We knew his birth father had schizophrenia, but he ended up with it, and it's been a terrible roller coaster ride for that poor boy. And then the other one... Um, Josh, he struggled from the get-go. He was an angry, angry baby, and he grew up into an angry, angry man. And I used to pray over those boys at night when they were asleep and pray that the Lord would just, you know, work it out for them, help them to come to, to, to him and ask for his help because no matter how hard I asked, they really needed to ask themselves. In the end, it got so... I got so desperate for them that I would turn them over to the Lord, you know. I'd say, Lord, I'm just going to give them to you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to rely on you to take care of it. And then the next morning, I'd just snatch them back and Mm -hmm. do it all over again, worrying and stressing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, with Josh, uh, God took care of it. He took took him and put him in prison to where I couldn't, you know, I had to rely on God taking care of him. Mm -hmm. So... um, and and it's been a hard hard journey, a hard road. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that certainly has been a, a prayer for you. Do you have, uh, of all of the nine fruits of the Spirit, which one do you think you rate the highest in, Pippa? Joy. Joy.
2: You know, I have to. Joy is my middle name. <laughs> mm. But I feel like I'm a joyful person. I think I always try anyway, to look for the good in every situation and in every person. And I love life. I love life. I love doing what I'm doing. And um, it just doesn't get any better than that.
0: What about the
2: lowest? Well, patience. (laughs) Um, And like I said, I learned to pray for wisdom instead of patience because with wisdom comes patience, and that helps a lot more.
0: Do you have a life verse? I do. What is it?
2: It is Psalms 25, verse 7. And it's, Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me.
0: How has God used that in your life?
2: I think it makes me more understanding of other people that are struggling. And and I'm here to share that. And maybe I will help somebody out there, you know, to realize... You can't bury yourself in guilt and shame. Jesus doesn't want that. He died on the cross for that. It's gone. We have to live for him now.
0: What book of the Bible are you studying right now? Or or are you do reading various parts of the Bible? Tell me about that.
2: Well, I read the Bible every day. I'm following the two year plan from Saint mm-hmm. Peter's mm-hmm. and then um and then I I've struggled with the Old Testament. It just you know genealogy is not my thing um sacrificing a million cows is not my thing and all the killing and mm. punishment in the old testament it's just never been my book i love the new testament but i just have done a book on, read a book and a study on isaiah and it's made me realize how important the old testament is with the prophets and all the prophesizing of Jesus, in that in those days, yet to come, and, you know, and ahead, the things that are still to come that haven't come yet. So it's really opened my eyes to the Old Testament a little bit and got, saw more of a purpose rather than a mm. fear. Mm. You know, and you're doing it in a two-year plan? No, that's the reading the Bible at St. Peter's. Isaiah is a book that I, okay. the, I read the book of Isaiah and did the Bible mm. studies that uh-huh. goes with it. uh uh-huh.
0: Can you tell us two of your favorite biblical accounts?
2: Well, you know, I am really passionate about children. So baby Moses floating down the mm. river in a basket. That's, mm. just, that's just to me the best child memory I had of the stories that I learned.
0: How does that speak to you, that particular account?
2: Well, I can't imagine the love of that mother to actually do that, mm. to save her son, which, you know, Jesus God they've done the same thing for us right um and then the fact that she actually got to nurse that baby mm. until he was grown to, and it it's just a happy ending story for me right
0: mm-hmm. yeah 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 do you have another one
2: um i do i um you know the prodigal son always comes to mind because that i'm a prodigal daughter mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. i think of myself as a a recovering sinner and i always Mm -hmm. need god's help and Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that story is a huge lesson for all of us because we're all sinners
0: where do you see yourself in that
2: um i think i lived that life away from home like the prodigal son did and then Mm -hmm. meaning away from jesus and then i came back to jesus
0: You know, Pip, I think that there are many, many of us who can relate to that because we've been that prodigal. Now, I've realized some of us have been the prodigal's brother, okay, with that attitude and all of that. But so many of us and how encouraging it is for us to see how the father was waiting for his son. He was looking out for him. Every day after the sun, I'm sure he was, because Always. if I would have been him as a parent right. and it were my child, I would be looking out every day to see if that child was on his way home. You agree?
2: I agree.
0: You agree. Okay. Two of your favorite women in the Bible. Let's hear about those. Well, Ruth. Okay. Um, Why? Why Ruth?
2: Because it kind of feels like me. Um, she moved to a different country. Or her, Her husband came and lived with them and then he died and Naomi and her had to move to a strange country. She didn't know the ways. It was all different, but she trusted in the Lord and ended up happy ending marrying Moaz. So, you know, I mean, I married Scott and Mm -hmm. God brought me to him. Mm -hmm. So I relate to that. Um, The other one is You know, we just celebrated Easter, Mary Magdalene. She, you know, she came from a horrible background before Jesus, before she knew Jesus. I mean, she, she had, she was stricken by the devil seven times, you know, (laughs) and, um, but God saved her and loved her and loved on her. And she became, you know, she became a helper to him and um, she was the first one that, that He came to, after his resurrection, he gave a, I mean, Mm. so, you know, in all of the parables, he takes a sinner and uses that sinner for the good, which means, shows me that our past is not, he's not counting our past, it's gone, it's thrown into the sea, and he can use us now.
1: Mm.
0: Isn't that amazing? How no matter what we've done in our lives... That when we come to Christ, he can change it all around, and the thing is, too, is that he teaches us so much mm-hmm. we can relate to so many people after we've known Christ, right. because our lives reflect oftentimes what is going on in society, right. and so that that is powerful, don't you think? I do, I agree. You had just mentioned Ruth and the fact that Ruth was from another country. I can see how you would really be able to relate to that after you coming from uh-huh. England to yeah. uh, to America and all of that. And how that story and account would teach you and show you. Yeah.
2: Spots. Spoke right to my heart.
0: Yes, yes. And to so many of us again. How many people are in America or how many Americans are living in other countries who know Christ and and just the things that they have to go through mm-hmm. in those country, countries. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Well, now I'd like to get into mentoring, Pippa. You have had a vast life, a lot of experiences. God has taught you so much. Have you had a mentor in your life you're so good at mentoring others i want to hear about you
2: well my beautiful mom she set a great example she even though she wasn't supported by my dad in our faith walk she she carried on and kept taking us and teaching us and of course my mother-in-law when mm-hmm. i came to america and um but there's a lady and she's been on your show, actually, that is a dear friend that I have always admired in her strength and her faith and her um, her non-changing ways. I think in that we're seeing so many changes in the world now. It's so mm. refreshing to to hold on to somebody who isn't going to budge. And that's Kathy Eisenbrown. She and she is so sweet and so loving and caring. Mm-hmm. That um, she doesn't know she's my mentor, but I, I would say I I have learned from her a lot.
0: I know Kathy, mm-hmm. tremendous follower of Christ, just a dear yes. sweet yes. person that will take time mm-hmm. from her day to help whoever she can help, or and Paul too, mm-hmm. her husband, tremendous, tremendous people, followers yes. of Christ. Yeah, and okay, so in mentoring. You have had some mentors, some great, wonderful mentors. Now, what about you? Are I, you mentoring anyone?
2: I don't think of it as mentoring, but I, as, we, as we raise our children, we mentor to them. Mm-hmm. Um, as they become adults, we mentor to their reactions to things and their responses to things. Um, as we're parents of young children, it's amazing how... How absorbent those little children are, and you have to be so careful about the things you say and do around them because they will mimic that. And it's not, it's not very god godly for to hear nasty words come out of your little bitty children. So mm-hmm. we have a huge responsibility, all of us, to be mentors all the time.
0: And part of that mentoring is certainly, as followers of Christ, is to show Christ's love, and as you were saying the example of him so that others will pick up the mentor. Do you enjoy mentoring?
2: I just enjoy people. I be, I enjoy being around people and if I thought I had ever done anything to hurt anybody I would be crushed. So I think I maybe make a special effort to show Jesus through what I do.
0: Do you feel like you ever failed mentoring anyone well
2: i do because my two little boys that have had such sad lives we thought if we just loved them enough and brought them to jesus that it would fix everything for them and mm-hmm. I, somewhere along the line that didn't work yet mm-hmm. yet
0: yeah Oh, Pippa, we have to stop and, and take a break, but I want to get back and hear a little bit more about what you were just saying. We'll be right back, out with out out, wrote,
1: out, out back with the chat.
0: We're back with the chat, and Pippa Stam was just talking to me about. Her two sons and how She feels like she failed In mentoring them Tell us just a little bit more about that Will you Pippa?
2: I'm just very thankful that they, that this, That's not the end of the story um, That there's still chances For them mm-hmm. and God still Loves them In fact when I talk to, to my one son That's in prison The last thing I say to him is Hold on tight to Jesus Just reach up and take his hand it's that easy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I know, Mom, I am. It's my ending message for him every time. And then Devon, the schizophrenia is it's a horrible disease. So making life as trying to make his life as kind as it can be because people are very unkind to people with mental illnesses. They take mm-hmm. advantage of them. You'd be surprised at how people take advantage of mm-hmm. that. And Devon has a very loving heart, he always has. And he will give the shirt off his back to anybody. And, mm-hmm. you know, he he thinks that's what Jesus wants him to do. So he's connected to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that the disease is still there, you know, is um, and always will be, is mm-hmm. just sad, a sad thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to get into struggles that you've had, Pippa. There have been times I know when you 've been discouraged and and have in your walk of faith, what about some of those times
2: it's taken me a long time to realize that nothing it 's nothing that I can do to earn jesus 's love. Jesus did it all for me, so i 've struggled with that you know um that i 'm not good enough there 's more that I should be doing i have Early or, earlier on in my life, I would join some Bible study classes, and I know the people that were running them didn't intend for me to leave feeling inadequate, <laughs> but I have. It, has, it doesn't happen so much now because I know Jesus better, um, and I know that there's nothing I can do. You know, it's all. it's all from him, you know. His love is so vast, and he loves me anyway. Even if I'm not, um, even if I can't quote Bible verses and can't minister through the Bible, it's it's okay. God still loves me and accepts me as his.
0: In those times of discouragement, has God brought to you any scriptures that you can remember that help to pick you up and encourage you?
2: Yes. The one that I cling to is the one that we've already talked about, Mm -hmm. but there's lots, so many, and what is amazing to me is that you can open the Bible at any place, and there's a message there waiting for you that God has picked that out for you, and it mentors Mm -hmm. and helps you.
0: Mm -hmm. Isn't that great? I I just get so excited about that. Well, you know,
2: the thing about the Bible is a never-ending book, right, because at one stage of your life, you'll read the same book in the Bible and get a certain message from it. And then later on, you'll read it again, and you'll get a completely different message from, from it at that time. And it's all about where you are in life at the time that you're reading it. So it, to me, it's like a never-ending book. I love it.
0: Well, God, has God during those times, has he brought a song In particular that really ministers to you that you would like to use to minister to our listeners today
2: in Christ I stand is the whole start to finish story I love it I when I hear that song or sing that hymn I get goosebumps the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is right there with me I Mm. a lot of times I cry because it's such a powerful song. It's, it's everything. It tells you everything you need to know, right? And if you just hang on to it, Jesus will take care of the rest.
0: Listeners, as you listen to this song, will you let it minister to you like it does to Pippa? The song is In Christ Alone.
3: Christ alone will I glory Though I could pride myself in battles won I've been blessed beyond measure, and by His strength alone, I overcome. Oh, I could stop and count successes like diamonds in my hand, but those trophies could not equal to the grave by which I stand. no way around honor than just to know him more and to count my gains but losses to the glory
0: says, it's only by God's grace I am redeemed. Truly, truly, that's what it is all about. God's grace. In closing, Pippa, I'd like to ask you, uh, is there anything that God has laid on your heart that he would like you to share that would encourage, or just however God chooses to use that. Has He laid anything on your heart today?
2: Oh, yes. You know, I think He wants us to know that as sinners, we make it so hard. We seem to think it's so difficult to reach Jesus. But Jesus has done the work ahead of us. It's not, that's not our job. Our job now is to follow and believe, right? I think we need to choose, make a choice, believe that the Bible is God's, is God's work, that He inspired it. I think we need to trust in God's love, pray for His wisdom, and accept God's forgiveness and grace. I just wish that people would feel the peace and the comfort that I get from that. I stole something from our pastor, Adam, that he had us all do in church for Easter. And if you will humor me and go along with it, I want you to raise your right hand and two fingers. (laughs) I want you to turn your left hand over and take your two fingers and place them on your wrist. You should feel a pulse. If you have a pulse, you're a sinner. We're all sinners. But God has forgiven us for that, and we should love him for that.
3: Words
0: of wisdom, (laughs) Pippa. Thank you for those words. As we get ready to close now again, uh, would you s- close us in prayer?
2: Lord, thank you for this time on the chat. I pray that by sharing my past, those who are listening will be able to see how you choose to use those who are, have made many, many mistakes. I thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross to give us a new life in you. I ask that you send your Holy Spirit to work in each of our hearts and to help us accept Jesus in our life. Let us all just reach up and take a hold of his hand and feel his comforted peace. I love you and rely on your strength, Jesus. Amen.
0: Thank you for coming to chat with us blast. today. It, it has. It has been truly great. You and I have known each other many years. We go back a long way. We sure Vacation did.
2: Bible School was a long time ago.
0: (laughs) It has been. It has been. It's been good, though, to to look back and and see our relation as it has, you know, as it has grown uh, through the years. You've been such a blessing to me, and I want want to thank you again for coming. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you, listeners. I've appreciated your tuning into the chat today. I look forward to future times when we can once again sit, and have a chat.
1: Out, out the boat, for the Savior is near. I'm stepping out, cause he wrote.